<laughs> Goya. Oh, boy. <laughs> Hit it. back America how have you been since the last time you heard me I was about to say last time we spoke to you but we didn't speak to you personally oh did we speak to them personally I think we spoke to the people personally but they didn't answer us back um, I'm not sure what in the world was that me thinking I thought you were doing some some uh, meditating because that don't work over in here that don't work over here hey so I am white beard and this is TK. And this is the White Beard and TK podcast. For some of you who are just joining, we were shifting and changing from the kid into TK as we're moving on and doing other things. And she's a lot older than she was when we first started out in a lot of our adventures um, that have been posted on Instagram for the past two, three years. And at the beginning of this year, maybe in April, I think it was, actually we thought about a YouTube channel many years ago, and she wanted to, but at 13 and 14, I said, uh, no. Listen, I started editing our first YouTube video. You did? But I stopped. I didn't know about this. Yeah. Okay. So we'll be testing out the YouTube at some point as uh, we're gonna be doing some other things coming in the future. And so therefore, as she's also getting older, we are changing the name and a lot of other stuff when we change the name of the podcast as we are going to be focusing on things. And why are you giving me jelly beans? Oh, sorry, because that's the nasty one. So I'm telling you to eat that one first. What are you doing right now? <laughs> so what, what I see, you didn't confuse well, me. It was like, that, well, that was our little comedy segment. Yes, yeah, so that was the welcome and that's why things are changing and well, we're changing the direction not mostly of the podcast, but the way I wanted to split it up. So today, this is what we're calling a special edition. Um, it originally was going to be called the Sunday edition, um, but I didn't know if we were going to do this on Sunday or whatever else. I just called it a special special edition, and then we'll do these in between our regular stuff about our outdoor adventures and anything else that we're thinking of that we're talking about. It could be cooking or movie reviews and things like that. But um, so the special edition was going to be designed just to talk about the latest things that we have noticed that may have been as a little segment I started months ago, which was the pet peeve. Um, so I decided, you know, you know, let, let's just dedicate a whole episode to just doing that, talking about the things that we've seen in the news recently, things that I have seen from reading papers in the news. And unfortunately, the teenager has discovered on social media. So this tells you that these things are crisscrossing over all sorts of medium and people are getting this information and there and if it's going into social media um especially where the teenagers are involved and you know that they are getting a lot of this information at a younger and younger age well, so welcome to the podcast that is what's going on recently the name changes the reason why you will now why you will see two episodes sometimes in a week because we decide to split it up 
So there you go. Welcome to our second special edition. And what are you going to say? So I can eat my jelly belly. Um, well, it's mostly TikTok, which is understandable because even though TikTok does have an, like an algorithm and they do group like your for you page for you, um, everyone is still allowed on that app, I think. Maybe the age limit is like 13 or something. I'm not sure. But just there's from 13 <laughs> to the oldest person that's alive. Everyone's on that app. So, I mean, it's not just an app for kids, which is why I understand why some of that stuff was on there. Um, but, I mean, I watch a lot of YouTube, which I used to watch. I went from watching cooking shows to gaming videos, which is completely fine because none of them ever talk about politics. Mm -hmm. I mean... As, yeah no right well here's the thing people say I don't I'm not political I don't talk politics and I shut up everything that we do is surrounded and is about that so you do have conversations you do listen to these things you are involved with it and you are involved with it in many different levels so people say I'm not political well I'm not this and I'm independent and all that other nonsense and yet every five days they're posting up what is the latest celebrity telling you what you should be angry about or what you should be supposedly protesting on social media by using a hashtag because that does something right yeah anyway so that is it that was the longest opening we have had in quite some time and in case you're wondering which you're probably not this is being fueled by jelly belly no they do not sponsor us but hey if you know somebody and also in a what um a mandarin orange company that i don't remember the name of but we got these from trader joe why are you eating while you're talking over the mic What's wrong with you? This is the opening. It's okay. It's supposed to be fun. Is it? Yeah. Who said? Me. Did I say all names? Yeah. Okay. So, let us launch right into this. This one I had titled a couple of times, um, but things have changed swiftly within the two weeks when I actually was originally going to do this, which was about the pink shirt guy. Paint shirt polo. What was it called? Pink polo or something else and Black Lives Matter and a few other things. So... Um, Black Lives is still <laughs> still left in the title, by the way. Um, but so much things have changed in between then. And so what we, I, what I, what we did was we picked a few things. Um, and so there you go. But while I was setting this whole thing up, all of a sudden, just before we click onto the button, like yesterday and the day before, a few things popped up. Last night was something about Will Smith. This is not a gossip column. This is not a gossip talk. We don't talk about those things. Well, just simply because. And um, you know what? Whatever, man. That's all I got to say about that. Now, I do have a lot to say about the whole Goya thing. Because people sometimes are out of their ever-loving, rabbit-behind minds. You just stand there shaking your head. Um, and you go, don't choke on, don't choke on arch. Well, listen. 
The thing about boycott Goya. If you don't like Trump, be quiet. Because I'm just saying, I'm not saying, you know, shut up. Your views aren't shut up. Your views aren't valid. Like you, you can't have an opinion. You can have an opinion. What I'm saying is, you don't know what was running through that man's mind. It could be a publicity stunt. You have no idea. He could just want to be friends with the president to get some power. Something you need to think about. Just saying, don't jump on the bandwagon, okay? Very true. And about that bandwagon, I first got wind of it because uh, I think Ben Shapiro was talking about I'm like, what in the world is this? I said, okay, it's too many people talking about this in one day. There's got to be something big. So then I did a search and saw it. And then I see um, the person from New York City, AOC, and she's going on saying about, um, did I show you the clip? No, I didn't show you the clip. But talking about it's time to find some place to, it's time to search, I, I guess, I don't know if she said Google because it's been a couple of days since I've read this. Yep. She said search Google uh -huh. to um, find said, Adobo. Go ahead. She said, this is the sound of me searching through YouTube to find a new recipe for was it Adobo or Sazon? I don't know. No, either one. Does it really matter? I don't know. Like I wrote on on, on um on Instagram, listen, who cares? If you're that good of a cook, you should have been making your own. You didn't even need to buy that. You're going to buy something premium because you lazy, sis. You lazy. Shh, please, just go on with yourself. But as I told you years ago, when when you, you were just growing up right after mommy died and she started popping up, I said... She's going to keep opening up her mouth and jumping in each and everything because she's planning her political future. Okay? When she came out, she was this young go-getter and people liking her, including one of your siblings, is all over her and everything else. I said, but check out what she's all about. I mean, I like her. She seems to be good at her job. What is her job? But, well, her whole entire thing is to get people to like her. That's not her job. Not to get people, but I mean, like, to get people on her side, to get people to agree with what she's saying. You know what I mean? That's still not so, her job. Anyway. So, I mean, a lot of people like her, but I mean, I like her for the reason that I feel like she could grow so much more. <laughs> like, her person, not her personality, but her mind could expand so much more. I mean, some of the things she says just aren't all the time great ideas. Um, I think some of the parts of her ideas work. Like, hey, a green deal. Okay, let's all drive electric cars. I mean, that's okay. That could work. You know what I'm saying? But to never fly in a plane again, that's that's real stupid. That's real stupid. And so, I mean, I think that there are some things that she could just expand on. I mean, I don't think that she's an idiot, like a complete idiot. I just think that there are some things that she doesn't know. Well, I think she's a complete idiot, but then that's my opinion, right? But she definitely is ignorant. She's ignorant of a lot of things. Um, 
and the Green Deal, you'd actually have to read that. And I wonder if you read the whole thing, would you actually agree with what's going on? You did say one thing about the airplane, but so you haven't read the whole thing. And her job to be a congresswoman is to be in Congress, work on the laws and everything else. But she doesn't. She's too busy being in social media, having something to say, talking about immigration, oh, that whole immigration thing, or oh, we got something for y'all later. Yes. And if, <laughs> oh, yeah. If you have any statistics or facts that we say that are in fact correct, feel free to correct us at any point in time. Yeah, so her job is not to become popular like that. Her job is to get into Congress and do what the people elected her to do. And this is not what she does. And the, and the worst part, like I told you, she, she's planning on a later on down the line. So she's going to get herself out there as much as possible, say as much as she possibly can so people could, could say, say her name, could say her name and see her all over the place so that when she starts to run for a bigger office, because the Democrats know this, and by the way, she's not a Democrat, she's a socialist. Don't let that fool you about her saying she's a socialist Democrat, whatever. And if people actually look at these things, then perhaps they would be a little bit more intelligent when you know quoting her saying something else. But then most people who do that are people who hate Trump because her whole spiel and her whole stick is all about hate him, attack him. How about you do your job and work on some policies? But anyway, so since she has, you know, all these little uh, darlings following after her, she comes out and starts saying something about, um, I was supposed to say something about Adobo. She runs her mouth about, what the heck is the name of the company? I'm, in my oh, brain. Yeah, it, yeah I, I saw the O in my head and I thought Obama. I'm like, do not say that. But so... She said about Goya, and the whole reason for her and so many other people, even across Facebook, you know, my sister said something about a post that I posted about, actually, I'll get into that in a minute. And so, and she said, thank you. And I said, for what? And said, because so many people on Facebook are asking us to boycott. She said, for thank you for buying, you know, Goya products, because everybody on Facebook is telling people that we should boycott. So... You have this little tiny congressperson making her making it her business to say this, and she and, and if you notice what she did, this is the sound of right. She's calling for a boycott, but she remember you were, we were watching the thing, and the guy was saying about you know being politically um, not obtuse. What's the word? Uh, um, ambiguous. Mm -hmm. I think he said ambiguous, right? Who? Where? I forgot something we were watching. I think it was that film that we were watching, and they were talking about you know when when they say things, certain things like um, being vague. Yeah, being very vague. So she was being vague by pointing the arrow to where she wanted you to go to. This is the sound of me doing this. Now you're gonna go. What are you talking about? And then it all comes out. And what came to light? The guy was standing there for whatever reason. He got called to the White House. Whatever they were working on. And then he says, by the way, or something like that, you know, he's really glad or he's happy, you know, or proud to have a president like Donald Trump or Trump. Don't quote me on his words, but that's really basically what happened. I think he actually said Trump. He pointed to him, though. Yeah, I think he did. I didn't have you watch the video, and I watched it a couple of days ago, so. I, I saw it. Yeah, and so because he said that, 
the left, the radical left, the lefties, and anybody else who could find themselves jump on the bandwagon for their hatred of one person's name, of one person, and then they begin to say, boycott Goya. And what was the reason? What did they do wrong? Um, the company did nothing. The company did absolutely nothing wrong. But what happened? The CEO said that Trump was a good leader. He said he was a good leader or something like that. So the people called for a boycott. And as I said to my sister, they are all idiots. Now, here's where I don't usually jump on that stuff on social media and, and do things. But I did post on Instagram a picture and I explained something about us. When a pandemic hit, and everybody's been hit by this, and we all know about all the lockdowns and shutdowns, if anybody can even remember past what happened in the last month with Black Lives Matter, and then it was, it's so funny. Yeah, social media and the companies kind of conflicted up. Do we put up a black fist or a rainbow flag? They were so confused. It's June. What do we do? Just before June, it was May. It was something else. So if anybody can actually turn back the hands of time and remember the shutdown, the first things that flew off the shelf was toilet paper, hand sanitizer. If you found a mask and rubber gloves in the store, that was gone. And so were food. And many of the food items that you would stock up were beans. Mm -hmm. Or anything canned. Right, anything canned or anything dry, because that's what people were putting up on the shelf. So what I, what I had put on Instagram was that when this happened, we were going shopping, and um, I think we had just gone shopping at one point. So we had, we had some food up in there. But then as we continued to go to supermarkets, there were less and less things on the shelves. And um, I was moving into trying to learn how to make uh, dry beans, which was good timing because when this thing hit, we could barely find a can of beans left on the shelf. Except for the one bean I don't like, which is what? What, garbanzo beans? Yes, the big, yeah, nasty, hazelnut-looking beans. I don't like those either. <laughs> those were really the only things that were kind of left on the shelf. And so... When we get to the store, there were only two kinds, two brands left in the store. Every time we went, even if you had like five cans and two bags on the shelf, it was either the store brand or Goya. So since this whole thing has started, this is what's fed up. Which I was fed up. What was that? What language was that? <laughs> this was the food that fed this household. Through this entire time. So when someone claims to try to tell me or some media darling like AOC or some whoever else celebrity or whatever crazed lunatic out there or whoever is into whatever is the next hashtag starts telling me or other people or try to encourage people to listen the the, the, the cancel culture. Dude, you can cancel me because you didn't have me. You know, you, I hate that word. You know, I hate that word, right? It's to cancel. I'm going to cancel. You let's cancel. Shut the heck up. You can't cancel Jack. Which is so funny. I know I just ran off, but. Which is so funny. It's that, you know, I know you may think that somebody else's opinion is wrong. Like, again, you have your own, you're entitled to your own opinion. But 
you cannot just take away somebody's right to free speech. You can't legally do that as one person. Sorry. Um, and you're so quick to cancel people that just have different opinions, but you take years to cancel people that are not all, only murderers, but drug dealers, and also rapists. And you know who these people are? Rappers. Absolutely. And just because you think that their music is good, supposedly good, which is actually horrible, you just let it slide. And you make jokes about it instead of actually doing something. Absolutely. And so the call to arms was hashtag whatever the new hashtags will be. And so you dislike a person or you dislike the word that they said. In this case, one guy said something about a president. He just was saying, you know, I'm grateful for this guy. And everybody decides that we're going to do our best to destroy this company we're going to try to break them economically. We're going to get people to stop buying. We're going to pass the word. And this is what we're going to do. And the same thing happened with Black Lives Matter, by the way. We're going to pass the word. And let me tell you something. The morons who follow this crap, who jump on a hashtag, hashtag bandwagon, half of them have no clue. They're just the sheep that like to follow behind the people of what is current and what is happening and have no clue. Because I, I would think, oh God, I would think that if you only took the five minutes to hear what happened and understand what happened, you wouldn't be so quick to say, let's destroy this company because the boss said, hey, you know what? That guy's all right. And listen, you don't that makes no sense. It makes no intelligent sense whatsoever. You don't like anything that he says. I'm not talking about like blackmail or to go as far as like to send him death threats. But listen, y'all like to dig up things from the past, right? Do something that would actually require him being fired from his job. Like you find some that he let slip under the rug. And lots of people were calling like Goya hotline saying I got food poisoning. There you go. But He's out. <laughs> that sounds good, but that's not the point. The whole point is a hatred for someone else. And because someone said that they liked him, then, then ooh, we need to stop. We need to make this. There are people. Have you, can you believe this? But, this was just like with the whole uh, um, the sneaker thing. People burn their sneakers. These idiots were actually throwing out their food. You spent a lot of money for that. But and see, for some of the people right now, there's been a lot of folks out of work for a very long time. And they don't really have any money. So really, you're throwing out food now, America? Come on. Here's the thing. You boycott a company, and I don't know what their demographics are for who they hire, who's working for them. But all of those people that are then working for that company, who did nothing to you, all lose their jobs or they lose their jobs because the company's losing money or they get their salary cut or have their hours cut and then they go broke. Possibly. I mean, this company has been around for, um, I think, over 40 years and they did a lot of donations, a lot of food bank donations while all this was going on. And so then you have that. 
So they did all of, they did a lot of those other things. They were they were doing a lot of food bank donations over the past couple of months. Um, you were saying something else, and I lost track of my mind. Lost track of my mind. I didn't lose track of my mind. My mind's here. I lost track of my thoughts. Um. Oh, about the jobs. So to people like AOC and the rest of them and whoever else who's at the sound of this voice probably turned this off. Oh, what am I talking about? Who really cares? The point is, if you have any common sense in your head, this is a very large, should I say the, the name Hispanic or Latino or Latinx, which, which, which terminology should I use today? I don't know. Okay, I don't really people care. people just use Latin. Right. So, a largely, a, a large and very popular, I think it's one of the biggest com companies, right? Mm -hmm. You know who worked for them, right? Yeah. Probably, exactly. So, these people are willing to destroy, some, oh sorry, try to destroy a company that employs the very people who they're claiming to care about. Again. Has everybody lost their mind? Um, listen. It makes no sense whatsoever. And if we're canceling people just for who they like. I mean, let's, you can cancel whoever you want in your mind. But, okay, okay. This is what I'm trying to say. I just said okay like a thousand times and I know that. But you can cancel him in your mind if you want to. Go ahead. He's officially canceled. He's gone. Whatever. You hate him. That's fine. <laughs> but to then hurt the people that work for him, not okay. Mm -hmm. Because that's like in John Wick, where the guy killed his dog. <laughs> what did the dog do to you? You're really disturbed about that dog, aren't you? Yes. <laughs> The dog did nothing except sit there and be cute and live. And that's why John Wick went and kicked her behinds. Three times. Yeah. Well, no, the third time he was, he was running for his life. Um, yes, and see, all of this is, there you go, back to what I said earlier about the radical left. Um, which is funny because... Politically speaking, I when I was growing up, I heard people in movies or heard people say, you know, all oh, those leftists. I had no clue who they were. I didn't understand who these people were, even the grown. So as an adult, after working in the world of politics, I understood who people were. And then I got the idea. And I was like, oh, so those those people who did this and those those people who did that. Those are, and so then now when you start to see like when this election was coming up, not the current election for this year, but when we were running into 2016 and then after people lost, um, you saw the pink hat folks come up, you saw the celebrities come up and they're breathing out all this ugliness and hatefulness and you know trying to destroy things and here we are four years later and it's been the same thing. I hate him, let's destroy anybody who likes him and do this. And so this is where we have, and this is where we got the quote unquote cancel culture from. I mean, hey, I don't exactly love Trump right now. I mean, it's not a hatred though. But you don't even know him. It's not a hatred though. 
Right. This is all, like he's had a few accusations, which I'm a little bit suspicious of. Mm-hmm. Um, he's not really, not that he's not professional, but he's kind of like just a very friendly guy. I don't know. I don't know. I just, I don't love him, but I don't hate him. It's just like a, eh, you know? And you don't really and know. And that's him. okay. You can just be a, eh, you don't have to be on right. either side. And you don't know him any more than anybody else who's breathing out fire really knows him. And as I've said before, when I was 20-something years old, I knew Donald Trump because I live in the same city. And there was this rich guy, and back when I was in my early 20s, not my mid-20s, my early 20s, you know, we had the whole market crash, and he saw these, a lot of these yuppies, these young people making all this money, thousands of money, thousands of money, thousands of dollars, and here was this rich guy. And because people in the newspaper and everybody else was like, hate the rich people, but it wasn't as bad as it is right now, I didn't know him and I didn't like him, but I didn't even know him. So you fast forward 20 something, 30, 40 years later, I'm an adult and I still barely know him like anybody else. But my reason for disliking him as a young person was the fact that he had money and I didn't. And we have magnified that to a most ridiculous, the only thing I can think of a standard right now, where, you know, people just hating the rich. I, like I have been telling you all your little life was that, you know what, I don't hate you. I hate Show me how you made your money so I can make mine. I hate what stupid rich people do with their money. They like, got the money to be like stupid the and rich. Posting, <laughs> Save the burning Australian forest. You have enough money in your bank account to pay for everything they need. Yes. But you don't. Why? Because they know that they really don't have to. Yeah. So you just look to the poor <laughs> to supply the needs of the world, huh? Hey. Their money, they can do what they want. Don Lemon, hold that thought. If you have any questions or comments, or you just want to say hello, you can reach us at tanthonybland at gmail.com. That is tanthonybland at gmail.com. We welcome it all. And if you happen to be on Anchor FM, you can just leave us a voice message. Either way, we love to hear from you. So, Mr. Lemon said, to, I told you a couple of years back that, um, I, I think I recently told you again about this movie that I saw years ago, 80s, something called They Live. And um, in it, there were these aliens that were taking people or killing them. I forgot. It, it was a, it was a uh, Ronnie Rowdy Piper. I think that's how we say his name. He was a wrestler back then, and he was in this movie. Um, and so they live. And in the movie, people were walking around the Earth and the pla- the Earth or the planet doesn't really doesn't really matter the planet. And there's these aliens coming around. They're taking over people. I think they were killing them. I have seen haven't seen this movie since. And the only way you could see them is if you put on these special glasses, which are basically just sunglasses. 
So once you put the sunglasses on, you could see the aliens. And some of them had straws that were sticking in the back of the humans' brains, and they were eating, sucking their brains out of their heads, yeah. and a lot of others. Exactly. And so I told you that sometimes Hollywood can make a film and tell you the truth without even meaning to do so. Because a lot of times they'll veil their uh, what's going on, especially right now. If you look at movies since you were been born over the past 17 years, go back 10 years, when they started doing things with the movies and it was like girl power and then, you know, all that other stuff. And then you get Maze Runner and people go, oh, I forgot boys could be heroes. And so over the past couple of years, they've changed things. But anyway, what? so what? I was just going to say that it's like girl power... And the only colors y'all had was like pink and unicorns. <laughs> and like, you can be whatever you want to be, and this fool is a doctor. It's like, okay, yeah, that's what every girl goes for. How about she's like a warrior and she's chopping people up with a machete? Can I see a movie about that? You're an extremely violent person. Like, you want to have powerful women, then have powerful women. And I'm not talking about powerful women that she's killing up every man in the world just because she can. I'm talking about how about y'all work together and if you got a problem with her because she's a woman, and she has a problem with you because you're a man, work it out. Put them in the room together, work it out. Talk about it. Beat each other up if you want to. Hercules. What was the show that came on with Hercules? It wasn't she, but that was a cartoon. Um, somebody, Princess Warrior. Xena. Xena. You've seen Xena? No. Uh, you were probably like Xena as a TV show, since you tend to be very violent. Well, no. I don't, <laughs> see, I don't like being violent. I just like... Lies. I just lies. like action movies. Right. <laughs> you inherited that from your mother. But anyway, so like that movie They Live... I have been saying something for a very long time, and we've had this discussion with you and me, um, which on your end, you're like, I don't know. Well, you know, I, I think you, you, you do know, but I've had this, some of this conversation with one of your older siblings, and what I was trying to say is that people keep putting on hashtag, you know, Black Lives Matter without even actually putting on their common sense and their thinking caps going in, doing a deep dive on what this organization is all about. They are Marxists. They are not about America. They are about destroying America. They are not about black lives. They are about certain black lives. If people want to talk about police brutality, then perhaps you need to think about a different, if you want to do your hashtagness, think of a different hashtag. Think about what it is you want to go to because this organization's name is just being blown up and spread around. And guess what? They're really not about what half of you think that they're about or what you might even feel inside. So, Don Lemon, like that movie They Live, was talking with some actor, I forget his name, it really doesn't matter to me. But he tells him, well, why don't you bring that issue up? If you feel that way, why don't you bring it? You know, um, Black Lives Matter isn't about that. Was it's it? not about all black lives. It doesn't encompass all black lives. It's like, bingo, did anybody hear this? Was that Terry Crews? Terry Crews. I'm like, did anybody um, hear this? About, I've been saying this for so long. How about you do it? See, I love how we just stopped talking about, like, 
listen, all black people are black people, regardless of how much. Well, mm, just if go you got on. two, just... if you got two percent African, I don't think that counts. But <laughs> <laughs> black people are black people, you know, whatever. But sir, Mr. Lemon, Mr. Lemon, Lemon, you're kind of light. <laughs> Yeah. So are we just, we're just not going to talk about how you're telling someone else to bring up the issue. How about you bring up the issue or are you not embracing your black side? Oh, he did at one point, And I totally remember this that was going on. And this was during the Obama years, you know, when they just loved Obama, they, they, wow. Um, and during that time he was talking about the black community and how, you know, the, the biggest thing that's going wrong with the black community is fatherless homes and poverty and having children out of wedlock and a lot of other stuff. He also explained and talked about all the different communities that he's lived in. Mm -hmm. And he's gone to places where it looks so clean. But now he's living in Harlem and Every time he goes around, he sees people dropping, which you and I both know live in this neighborhood ourselves, right? The garbage can could be right there. And he would see people drop things and they're about a few feet away from the garbage can. I've always said the same thing. And so he was talking about those things in a black community and if the black community would get together. Fast forward to right now, that is not what he is saying about the black, quote unquote, I'm doing air quotes, community. Mm -hmm. Anyway, we're done with Don Lemon. So, but I said that to bridge into, I already mentioned BLM, right? Yes. Before we started this bike, I see a post of our illustrious mayor. Mayor who on his inaugurational speech when I sat down and watched said, who said that a progressive couldn't be blah, blah, blah? Yeah, okay. So, um, he has some strange ideas. I already saw it happening when he first was elected, and I am shocked that the man got a second term. I wasn't too shocked when I saw who was running against him. And I was already in the political arena at that time, so you know. So I wasn't shocked when I looked at who was running against him, and I think we all sat down in the office that day and said, he's going to win. And he did. So I look at a news headline, and I see him with his wife and a few other people who you know they probably ain't paint Jack. They just had a picture taken while they was over there doing it. And you can see the outline. Someone outlined it in black as if it was a kid's coloring book. Just paint right here in the line. He's out in front of Trump Tower. Now, like I said, from the beginning, the onset, the onset, this is all about them hating one person. So he put Fifth Avenue, Black Lives Matter, in front of one of the Trump Towers. Which isn't good. Like, I get that you don't like the guy, but you shouldn't do something just in spite of somebody else. Because then, do you really care about it if you're just doing it to make somebody else upset? Ah, common sense from a teenager. Which, by the way, America, she'll be able to legally vote next year. So, and I don't really have to do any much, I don't have to do, I don't have to really do anything or too much to sway her in any way because 
social media has already been showing her things and she's sitting there going, what is wrong with people? I said, thank you. <laughs> people have lost their mind. So in spite of he does this and then you paint that. Now I put, a, I put something on Facebook and, and you know me and Facebook, how we feel, how I feel. I guarantee you no one will say anything about what I said. But my point is very true. That's vandalism. Let's give a dramatic pause. To paint on the street in New York City is vandalism. You want to how now? Because if you and I took some spray paint and went outside and sprayed on the ground, awesome. the cops will come and round our brown little behinds up See if it were me, though, I and take us off to the pokey. I wouldn't do it in front of you. I just wait. It doesn't matter. Somebody somewhere would say something. However, as you're always saying, well, the cops were speeding too. They had to break the law to give you the ticket. Exactly. And they never <laughs> get tickets. That makes no sense. <laughs> we won't revisit that. We already know you're a little upset from last week. We're going to let that one go. So, New York City mayor like many other mayor of his elk across the country, but this one decided to make sure he get his hands in there so he can show the people I'm with you. And his wife were painting this yellow strip. But if I painted something, I get a ticket or be arrested for it. But he can do it, what, because he's the mayor? That's classism. Because he's a mayor, right? Let's check the common sense of this. If I went out, and I painted, white lives matter. What do you think would happen? I don't know. I don't think you'd get arrested for it. Well, at first I'd get arrested for vandalism. Well, yeah. Secondly, I'd probably be charged with a hate crime. Because that would be talking about white supremacy, the supremacy of a white race of people to put white lives matter. But there is no supremacy in black lives matter. There is no supremacy in those chants that say no lives matter until black lives matter. Come on, people, let's let's put on the let's put on the, the common sense thinking cap. I mean I get it. You want to talk about one people group at a time. But at the same time, there are also people groups that have more important problems. Right, and so there's that. To take this even further, the lady, I think she was in California, right? But we already know California people have been out in the sun too long, so they, their brains are a little... Whew. Because she painted over the thing, she got charged with, if I'm correct, I haven't, I, I begin this at the beginning of the week, I didn't go back to check what happened after that, but I do believe she was charged with a hate crime for painting over Black Lives Matter. Are you kidding me? Does that make any sense to you? Mm, no. Because she didn't exactly, like... What was her crime of hate? She didn't attack anybody for being black. Right. What was her crime of hate? She was just painting over something, which, I mean, was stupid anyway, because it's going to show up just being black. 
Unless what? she did, like I said, she should have done. She should have went straight across it, crisscross it, do all kinds of circles and everything else. Because if you go over the letters, like you said, if you go over each letter and paint it in black, it's still going to say Black Lives Matter just in black. I definitely get her for vandalism because she didn't have permission to do that. Now, if she would have went to her local whoever's in control of the area and been like, can I paint over it? And they were like, yeah. And she obviously has permission to do that. But it makes absolutely no sense. What was her crime of hate? Nothing. Nothing. She just got tired of it. It's her city. I understand. Like the guy who went in his own hometown, he's ripping off the flyers off the wall, and some kid decides he wants to come over and beat on him, snatch his glasses off, and drop up his face to my, why are you taking the stuff off the wall? He said, because I'm tired of looking at these papers on my wall. And what's the first thing these knuckleheads say to you? So are you reading that? So what are you saying? So what are you saying? You don't believe in that? You don't believe somebody's life matters? You don't believe it's all? I'm like, what the heck does they have to do anything? I don't like this crap all over my wall. You have your opinion that this is what you think. Sure, I think something too. I'm not attacking you. I'm not physically hurting you. I'm not beating on you. I'm not walking through your property. I'm not screaming and chanting. I'm not writing obscenities on your wall because you have a different opinion than I. And that is what you will call the radical left. To attack people because they have a different opinion of you or different opinion of different from you. They want diversity, but not of thoughts and intellect and ideas. It's crazy. Wanna know what's more crazy? You're supposed to say what? What? Remember that interview we heard? Yes. And it was our illustrious mayor? Mm-hmm. And he was talking, and a guy asked him, I don't know who it was, Wolf something? He had asked him about um, protesting. Mm -hmm. And it was about how to keep people safe from COVID. And um, I don't know, do you remember what he was? What he said? Because it just, I, it just popped in my head. No. And he was saying that, um, oh, about not people not being able to go to church and being out in arenas and we can't do these things anymore and we can't, you can't do out there because, and then a guy says to him, again, remember I told about that movie, They Live, here comes a glimpse of the real life. Well, what about protest? Without skipping a beat, what did he say? That they're respecting the Black Lives Matter movement? Right. You know, well, well, what we want to do is we want to respect the movement. And so, and so what? The people can't go to church. And people have to have these certain regulations when they go out into the city. I'm doing air quotes. But folks can go and march down the street, paint on the ground, shout and speak and yell and attack. Now, before you start to say while you're looking or listening to this, wherever it is, that's crazy. No, it's not. No, it's not. I have seen too many instances, too many videos, too many gatherings where people are not covering their face and they're screaming and shouting, jumping up in somebody's face and yelling and spitting all over them. So, yeah, but that's my town and that's our mayor. And I look at this as common sense, I'm going, it makes no sense. If I went out there and did that, then I'd be charged with something. If I go out there and cover it up, then I'm charged with something. 
If I say all lives matter, if all if I say all lives matter, someone would attack me. Oh, you one of those. I am one of those. You one of them Uncle Tom's. Boy, shut the heck up. Little girl, go back to your corner. That's basically what I would say. So yeah, so the lady got charged with hate crime. So you put all that together and you go, hmm, wow, you could do that. I can't do that. And if I cover up what you did because I don't like it, because you did it, because you didn't like something, then all either way, I'm wrong. But before we move on, I was about to say something that just lost out of my mind. Um, okay, moving on. No, it's not okay moving on, but well, I'm really done with this subject because I did have something else I was I wanted to talk about. And that was something that happened overseas. And I knew that you would find it interesting because you've been talking about it lately. And it's something that's going on in the China, in the China, in the China. I was about to say Indonesia made up a whole new word. So please tell the folks what the heck is going on in China. Um, I think they're Turkish Muslims. Yes. Okay. They are the Turks. Um, they're being forced to have forced birth control and IUDs, which are the same things. According yeah. to the AP, and if you don't know what the AP is, that is the Associated Press. Um, and if I'm pretty sure I have it right, but you know I might not. But I think what I read in the article was that if you have three or more children you'll be taken out of the home, the parent, not a child, unless you can pay, what was it, like over 2000 2000 For like a fee, like a fine, so that you won't get taken to a camp, like in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> um, and so they are discouraging Turkish Muslims to have children. And then they're encouraging Chinese people, Chinese natives, like ethnically Chinese people, to have children because they want to get rid of the minorities. The ethnic minorities. And according to the AP article, they weren't just encouraging them, they were forcing them to have IUDs. Am I correct? Yes. Right. So they're forcing this on these, uh, this group of Turkish. Muslims that are living in China and in the camps that they're taking them to they are forcing them to eat pork Which they do not eat because of religious reasons yeah, So they're carrying them away, so I asked you this question which was okay, so you've got too many kids and You what was the, the one lady who was getting arrested and said if she had any more they were gonna send it with her husband Yes, so her husband's already arrested uh -huh. So her husband's already arrested, and if she continues, then, or she couldn't pay the fine and continue to have kids, I believe, then she was going to go to jail with her husband. So they are arresting these, these, these parents, taking them away from their multiple children, and they also have them in internment camps, correct? Is that where it's going? Mm -hmm. Right. And so they're throwing them in jail. Now, this is not about the hate on China thing. It's just, it's a humanitarian issue that we're talking about here. Um, so, if we're keeping up, they're forcing Muslims to have these, 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 this birth control, correct? 
they're arresting them. They're, they're arresting them and they're throwing them in jail and they're separating them from their children. And the question I asked you was, well, what happens to the kids? And then you, you correct me as you read further an article, because I said, so they're taking the kids, so they're just going to kill them? But no, they're leaving the kids wherever they are I and they're mean, taking the parents and locking them up. They probably do that anyway if they take both of their parents. Because the kids probably can't pay the fines. Right, so what's going to happen? The kids would be separated forever while their parents are in locked up yep. until they paid a fine um, which is crazy we already know that China already has this whole thing with they're controlling their population anyway and that's been going on since forever but here's the interesting thing have you heard any about this in the news mm, only on Instagram posts that came from Twitter okay and then of course none of our papers have really really covered this but I found it interesting as you read on, and I was just thinking of the two things, or what did I tell you? It was when everybody was whining about the people who were arrested for coming to this country illegally, trying to immigrate illegally, and when they were supposedly separated from their children, they went on a warpath screaming and yelling about it. They talked about the current president skipping over what the past president did about immigration. And I forgot I was gonna go with that, but, but, but all of that stuff that happened and there's silence on this issue. Mm -hmm. And it kind of reminded me of that and it was something else I told you when we were outside and now I can't remember what it was. I said there were three things about this story. It reminded me of it was that whole issue and what was else? What's the other thing? I do not know. You do not know. That was a lot of help. Thank you. You're welcome. So, it's it's insane. This is going on over here, and you hear nothing, and people claim to be caring about people, and which brings up that other issue I've told you a lot about. People talking about the immigration policies here, and I've always said, why don't you pack your bags and try to enter into another country illegally? And you and I both were learning about Japan, I think it was last year, where you just can't walk into Japan. Well, you can get a visa for certain things, but... When your visa is up... You need to leave. Like, you need to leave. They will pick you up. lock you up. Like they did that poor family in, in China when they came in the middle of the night. We forgot that part of the story. Came in the middle of the night and yanked her out of her bed and, and was gonna, it was through her in jail. So yeah, you, you try to get in Japan to see what's gonna happen. And they give you a visa and it's up. They take you to court. They will take you to court. And they will ban you for at least a year if you don't. Yeah, they, if you don't go to court, you'll be banned from going back for a certain amount of time. Um, I don't know whether they let you take your stuff before you leave or not. But Probably not, <laughs> since they take you directly to the airport. But you do get deported. Yes, so. you do. You get arrested, and then you get deported. They do not play. Goodbye. Get out. And hopefully, <laughs> if you're black, they don't send you all the way back to Africa. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that would be scary. And and that's just Japan. That's just Japan. You know, people should check out some of these other policies from these other countries. But um. <laughs> But Japan really is like a, not electronically, but like technology-wise, Japan is a very cool place to live. 
That was the sound of a Sharpie on paper. Shh, quiet. <laughs> Letting you in on all the secrets. Yeah, so it's just crazy stuff. Mm -hmm. It's just crazy stuff. So going back to being the uh, Uncle Tom, if you don't fall lock step with everything that's going on, whether it's Goya, whether it's BLM, whether it's the latest thing that's happening to black folks and or whatever else, whatever thing they can come up with. Um, we saw a film. Actually, we saw three this week, didn't we? Yeah, we saw Uncle Tom, Pilgrim's Progress, and then the last one was Hamilton. And... I mean, we saw more, a lot more than that, but... But no, but those are the three I was thinking about. Okay. And I thought of Hamilton and said, why isn't there a campaign to cancel Hamilton? I think we should cancel Hamilton because it wasn't that good. <gasps> How do you I, say it, that? It, Everyone it, says it's amazing. It's the greatest thing since sliced bread and cheese. It wasn't amazing and it wasn't great. It was good. Right. It wasn't horrible. I just... <sighs> there were some harsh parts to the play that I was like, eh, hmm. Well, it that... could have done without that, but... Well, that's coming from Generation Z. See, me on the X side, we grew up with musicals. So I know good and bad musicals. So I'm like, mm, this was okay. Um, I really wish they would have sung the words instead of rapping the words because some people mumbled their words. So that made it even harder while you're trying to sit there and go, what exactly is he singing? And then you catch up with the chorus. But my reason for saying, you know what, this thing should be banned is because, again, like that movie They Live, Hamilton was all about praising one of the founding fathers. Did everybody miss that? Did they really miss all the things that he did? Did they really miss that this was about a founding father? the very same thing that right now current culture is trying to destroy. They're ripping down statues of everything and anything they can get their dang on hands on right now. Some of the, the crazy folk out there. Right? Mm -hmm. And what was the other thing I pointed out to you when we were watching it or after? It, it was the part about George Washington. Remember what I said? No. What? I have a very bad memory. What happened with George Washington? When he was he leaving. He resigned. And he right. said, I've been in office for way too long. I've been in this my entire life. Like, I'm done. And he wanted to go home. Now, you don't remember what I said after that? You said, somebody's been in office for too long. I said somebody, but I said Chuck Schumer. Because I'm from New York City, and you always hear Chuck Schumer all over. But I am from New York. And so he would be the representative. But Chuck Schumer and, what's the, what's the dragon face? Ooh. I said that live, didn't I? Um, what's her name? Nancy Pelosi. They have been in office almost as long as I've been alive. Is that crazy? He's kind of old. Is that crazy? I'm 57 years old. They have been in office for over 40 some odd years, I, I think one of them, and 30 for the other. And it's insane. And when I turned around to you, I said, you see, this is how... This is how politics is supposed to happen. This is how the politics is supposed to do. 
You go into office, you serve your term, you get out, you go home. If you win another election, if you won, and you get another term, you go home. So, you know, they put a cap on the presidential election, then they need to put a limit on everything else. And I'm all about term limits because Schumer, Nancy Pelosi, and a few other people need to be gone. And if you look at, you know, the, the, the founding fathers and, pity, and people in earlier politics, they didn't make a huge career out of this and they didn't make a lot of money. The only reason why, where are you going? Nowhere. What are you doing? Why are you dancing? Was that the pee pee dance? No, my feet hurt. Oh. They usually hurt more when I stand in one spot. Okay. So the reason why the president is making so much money is because they didn't, like the older days, they didn't want the president to come out and be poor and not have any money. That is the reason why the president makes the amount of money that he makes. Personally, they shouldn't make that amount of money. No. You should not go into politics and become rich. So I'm all about term limits. And so I said, when we saw Hamilton, I was like, oh, that was pretty cool. You know, they actually, and I thought, wait a second. They, they were just praising one of the founders of this, do they know what they were talking about? It's such a great, all right, we'll go on with that. So that was that. Um, and that was the last thing we saw. But before we saw that, I heard of this film, I think about a month ago, called Uncle Tom. I'm like, what in the world? And I got kind of interested. So I checked it out. And when I checked it out, I said, you know what? I'm going to watch this with the girl and see what happened. And then we watched it together. Your opinions, your thoughts, something that you remembered about that film? Anything? Um, I think it just shows how much that people can be so quick to be cruel to other people. It's like, for example, which has nothing to do with the movie, <laughs> but for example, like some British people, whenever they get like, a comment that's like a joke they're like well at least i don't have to go to school with a bulletproof vest on and they make fun of school shootings <laughs> and it's like as soon as somebody has a different opinion then you're like so quick to judge them or like point out something about their appearance it makes absolutely no sense whether you're on the right side or the left side you just you shouldn't like being annoying and mean especially as a grown adult should not be your first thought when somebody else doesn't think the same way that you do well I've been saying that all this time and um, for those who don't know what the film is um, it is about how could I say this? It would be let's jump in let's jump in the skin and culture bag. It is the other side of black politics, should I say? Um, we see a lot, and we we see this everywhere. We see it on social media. We see it on TV. We see it on Instagram. We see it on every social. I said social media, right? You see all of this. You see a lot of the talking heads. You see a lot of stuff going on, and most of what we are hearing and seeing is left leaning. You don't really hear things coming from people who are conservative, whether they are Republican or not. And let's be clear, Republicans are conservatives, but conservatives don't have to be Republicans. 
and Democrats are liberal. But liberals don't have to be Democrat. They can pick a different party. Republican and Democrats are political parties. There it is. And, and then they have their own little platform. So conservative people and conservative thinking people and leaning people never actually get heard and hear a voice. Now, recently, Candace Owens has risen and um, I've watched her for many years when she was on YouTube before all this stuff happened for her. And um, what's the, the officer's name? Tatum? Brandon Tatum. And so what this film is is looking at a documentary and, and speaking to black conservatives and just talking about how they came to their thinking and also the other stuff that happened to them, as you can figure out, being called Uncle Tom and Coon, uh, one of those words I've been called because I had a difference of opinion with someone else. And by the way, none of the people who said this, and I've said this in the podcast or two before, there have always been people who look just like me. I've never been called that by any other racial group or people group. Only people who look like me. And when I have a difference of opinion of them, they heap on insults. So, you know, I thought it'd be a fascinating thing for us both to watch together and, and just look at that and see what she would think about that. Because again, you know, I don't really have to show her about what everything else has happened because you see that all over in the movies and television. But so we filmed, so we watched that, and I, I really liked it. And it was there was something about it that I said that goes on a lot. And I forgot what it was, but it's probably leaning towards the um, just always trying to shut down people with a difference of opinion. Mm -hmm. And you, you know, and when sometimes you're talking to people that's so much into their emotions, they they lose their intellect, and you just scream at like the guy who um, who walked over to a guy because he said something and he called him, he called him a house nigger? Yeah. yeah. He said, you're a nigger. He's like, what? He said, why would you call me that? Well, are you, well I didn't call you that. I, I, I called you a house nigger. He said, oh, there's a difference? There really is. Is there a difference? He's like, why would you say that to me? Because I am campaigning for you know, President Trump, because I say I like him, I like some of his policies that they've helped my community, they help my community do these other things. You're going to insult him with words as if that makes you more intelligent. It doesn't. It just means that you don't have a solid foundation on what it is you believe and your own understanding. So now you're going to attack somebody else because they think differently from you. I could care less if somebody thinks differently than me. I would love to have a conversation with them. Because um, that's the only way you can learn. Yeah, like I think I said previously a while ago, that in middle school, all the black people I was around were African kids who were like first or second generation American. And they were all Muslim. Not once they try to convert me to being a Muslim. <laughs> we were just friends and we left it at that. There was no fighting over whatever, like, and when it came time for, was it Ramadan? Ramadan, yeah. Um, I was respectful of the fact that 
they're fasting all day. So I'm not gonna pull out my whole spaghetti and meatball meal <laughs> and eat in front of you when you're not able to eat. You know what I mean? Yeah, and for the most part, when my dealings with people who are Muslim, Muslim as we would say, uh, they were respectful of my faith. I was respectful of theirs. Mm -hmm. I didn't go out of my way to call them names or anything else. And as I said this to a lot of Christians growing up, not growing up, a lot of Christians coming up was that you would hear a lot of things among people in churches. And they would say, well, they're so-and-so, and they would mock Muhammad and a lot of other stuff. And I said, where in the Bible do you see Jesus telling you to mock people? Let them believe what they believe. You believe what you believe. And our, our, actually, our faiths and our religions sort of intersect at one particular point because of Abraham. But, and so you have a lot more similarities than you have in differences. Yeah. So this is just another human being, and the two of you should be able to have a conversation and talk. Mm -hmm. The same thing when we talk about politically and a lot of other stuff. Not only, like in school but like online sometimes like <laughs> that was a shoe sometimes when it was like on like sundays or like a wednesday prayer meeting and they would like ask me how church was like like they text me and ask me how it was it's like see you don't have to hate somebody because they're different from you no and the problem is is that's where the pop culture is leaning towards and have been for so long. They continue to generate hate. They continue to drink, like I just said, you know, the whole rise of the cancel culture. But anyway, enough of that. Uh, it's time to get up out of here. But we did see one more thing. Pilgrim's Progress. A book I've been telling you to read for your summer reading. And of course, you can't do it this summer because you ain't finished with your school yet. But we're going to leave that alone. Because today we're going to go on with you braided your hair and it's looking awesome. And so there you go. So we're we going to let, we going, we, we ain't going to talk about your school right now. We are going to get into Pilgrim Progress. Go ahead. Your thoughts. Bring it out. What you learned? Um, I liked it. It was good. I felt bad for the wife, though. She was like, no, I'm not coming with you. Basically, she was like, you're a fool, whatever. And I was like, your name is literally Christiana. <laughs> I suggest you pack up and leave. Like, why? Why was that even like a resistance to go? I don't understand. Because like, what's the worst that can happen? The worst that can happen is you're gonna come back to where you were and you seem to like it there, so. You know, why not strive to go somewhere greater? And then if you don't get there, you know, or if it doesn't exist, if somebody's lying to you about something, then you come back to wherever you live. You remember the town they lived in, the name? I don't. Okay. What was the town? I don't remember and I wish I could remember it because like you said, why don't we get up out of here? And the whole thing about the Pilgrim's Progress is to guide the main character Protagonist or antagonist? It's pro, oh. protagonist, right? Mm -hmm. the protagonist. Um, his name is Christian. And he finds this book that someone left, right? Right. So someone left this book from this town that they were living in. And this town was, we could just call it a town misery because that's what it was. Um, this miserable town 
with a miserable leader who we later find out is a demon, mm -hmm. um, and they're running this town and the people are poor. It's just it's a whole bunch of just misery there. And so one guy escaped. And so the town sheriff, whatever he was, was like, nah, we can't let this happen. And so he went to look for evidence of everything. And when they got to his house, they said to rip up and burn up all the papers that were there. And so Christian saw this book and he put it in his pocket. He leaves. The book leads to this golden place, right, where there were no pain and and everything is good, whatever it was. And so he looks at the book, and as he's continued to read, he's getting really weighed down. And you, you asked me, said, what's wrong? Was that his bones that was cracking when he got up? Yeah. And it was. I thought you was like, nah, you just playing. But it was. It was like he had this burden, this heaviness that weighed on him after reading this book. Talk about that movie. And what did I say? Right back to the movie, um, They Live. He read the book and it opened his eyes to actually see the world that he was in and to see that it was miserable and that there's someplace else that's better than that. And so as he began to read it, this huge burden, which was like a backpack, which became like a, <laughs> a daggone mountain on his back, you know, he had to leave. He couldn't explain it. He wanted his wife and his child to come with him. She said no. So he sets out, not purposely doing this to go and find this path that the guy went to. But once he got to the path, he just decided to go because the uh, sheriff or the, the demon dudes was trying to find him. So he sets off on this road and as he goes along this road, he meets a few people that encourage him to keep going and who warn him about all the things that are going to be trapped to him, including some of his friends who said, hey, come back. And one of them was like, all right, I'm gonna go with you because this, this place sounds good. And they fall into a mud pit. And all of a sudden, this dude's like, I'm good. Like, wow, a little bit of mud, and then that's it. Yeah, a little bit of mud, drudgery, and what was the other word? Um, fear. Fear and despair, right? And which was like this huge muck that was pulling him down. And so Christian gets out of this muck, and he continues on. He meets another guy who tells him to go this way, but don't move off to the left or to the right. And be careful of, I don't know who the guy's name was, the one who had the whole big old Worldly circle. wise men. Worldly wise men. Who he met. And worldly wise men said what to this guy? He said, oh, no, 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 no. The guy named, what was his name? Wasn't his name like Help or something? No, Help was the one who would help him. But he gave him another name. He had to climb up that mountain. Okay, so the guy that told you to go that way was wrong. Uh, don't listen to him. Go through that path where um, legality is. Yeah, legality. That was like, that was too much. Was that was way, way too, too much. much. He's like, how do I get up there to you? He told me if you get up there, you'd help me. Follow the rules. Follow the rules. Stop walking, walk faster, walk slow, go left, go right, jump up and down, scratch your head three times, turn around. It was crazy. It was so many rules just to get up to get the help. So many rules just to get to this place of promise. And so... Um, and at the end, he didn't even help him. No, he didn't. He ended up falling down, almost got killed, and then he screamed for help, and then the guy came and helped him. And he moved on, and he moved to his other place where he's supposed to get help for the pack. And he gets in, and he's like, well, I'm finally here. How come this thing isn't off my back? No more said... Well, I believe you were told... That when you got here, you would be told what to do. Yes, you'd be told what to do. 
And so after that, you know, he gets off the path, he finds somebody and they, they're going, they're journeying together and they kind of go off the path. And when they get off the path, which seemed easier, it was wider and took them long, a long way off from the path he was supposed to go. Mm -hmm. And so um, to make this even longer story short, they finally get there and when they get to the gates where they're supposed to go through, his partner was telling him, there's only one way to get there and that you got to go through. Mm -hmm. To which you said... He just died. Yes, he just died. But they didn't explain that. Which what, I, what I was assuming was, you know, there's a little kid watching. You don't want to be like, oh, he died. I don't want to die. Right, but I figured the kids would know that the guy died anyway, and that's when he got to heaven. And then he was worried before he went through the water, he was worried about his family. And so the person was trying to tell him, you can't worry about them. You know, a path will be set up for them. They'll find his way, but they have to make those decisions on their own in order to get here. So he went through, and that was it. And um, uh, in this allegory, think about everything we just talked about this entire episode. You know, when when you walk lockstep, I think, it's not lock and step, when you walk lockstep, with every current hashtag that pops up and you're supposed to do it and people demand your loyalty to these hashtags and when you do not, they're going to try to shut you up. And people demand that you follow the latest thing that's happening, just like BLM, especially when you're talking about BLM in the black community. Um, and I'm, I, I should, we, should, we should have covered how, how uh, white Americans are being attacked right now. And, you know, if you don't fall for that and you don't listen to that and you don't propagate, that's not the word I want to use, but if you don't lift this up, then they're going to attack you and try to drag you down like the guy, remember? He was walking, he's like, come on, you don't want to go that way, keep coming this way. And he was trying to get Christian to turn back. Mm -hmm. and he's like, no, I have to go this way. Oh, well, it's too hard. So if you don't follow them, then they'll try to drag you down. Yeah. And then when you do, there's a whole bunch of rules and stuff you need to do. Well, hey, you need to stop buying this and you need to stop buying that and don't even get me started with the vegans. And you have to stop doing this, you have to stop doing And if you did this, then well, who? You're not one of us. So when Terry Crews said what he said, mm -hmm. woo, he stepped outside. They came for him. And you know, what we can take from, from Christian to walk in this path is that, you know what, not everybody's gonna make it. And not everybody can, can actually do this whole thing. And it's not for the weak. Yeah. To be someone who lives by a particular set of principles and using your common sense to think of things like boycott Goya, for what? Because one guy said a nice thing. Let's think about that for a second. One guy said a nice thing about another guy. These people like legality. Oh, you see what I did there? These people like legality start telling you, oh, no, we can't do that. No, no, no. Now they start telling you all these hoops you need to jump through in order to hang out with them. So you've got to boycott. You've got to say this. You've got to say ignorant things. You've got to be mad at Trump. You've got to. Why? Mm -hmm. So. 
this is, is, is not an easy way to live using your common sense and trying to love your neighbor and just think with your brain and not hop on everything that's the latest. Hashtag, what's the next thing, the next hot new superstar? And it's, it's insane. And I would hope, I hope, like I said, for your generation, man, coming up, especially for people who are like you, who look at things and go, man, these people are dumb. You would rise up. I think one of the biggest mistakes that churches did in the 90s, and I was part of a few of them, was tell Christians that they should not get into politics. That was one of the dumbest things you could have done because you need godly people to be in these offices that they can rightly divide and do what they're supposed to do because they're not governed by their own selves and they're not governed by their own whatever it is they want to do. But anyway, so yeah. You got politicians in office longer than they should be, and it's and, and it's 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 insane. You know, like I said, hopefully the folks out there with some good common sense and some brains in their head, like you. Why in the world is your brain swollen? Why are you wrapping it around your head? It's already hot. <laughs> so. Um, would begin to rise up and open their mouths and just start talking and just start sounding a louder gong than what's being said right now because um, the crazies and the radical left and everybody else, these new Marxists and socialists are getting a much louder platform than the people who have common sense. And it doesn't make any sense to be, as they say in the newspapers, the uh, um, silent majority. Forget being silent. Forget being silent. Anyway, we're going to get out of here. That is the end of this special edition. Um, like always, <laughs> which is probably the best advice I can ever give anybody, get outside and go love one another. Jesus said it, and let me tell you something. That's some of the best advice anybody can give everybody. Say goodbye, kid. Bye.